Today's reading is from Matthew 28, 11 through 15. While they were going, some of the guard went into the city and told the chief priest everything that had happened. After the priest had assembled with the elders, they devised a plan to give a large sum of money to the soldiers, telling them, you must say, his disciples came by night and stole him away while we were asleep. If this comes to the governor's ears, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story is still told among the Judeans to this day. It's an interesting thing here. Last week, we covered the fact that Jesus had been resurrected. Uh, the resurrection of Christ is the thing, the one main thing that started this entire religion. That's why we're here. Uh, we, uh, our, our faith is based on that and that alone. And the people in the first century thought if only they could dispel that, they would squash it. For some reason, there were, well, I'll tell you some reasons, they did not want this religion to start. There had been uh, people that had claimed to be the Messiah before Jesus, and some of them had followers. And the same fate happened to them where the Romans would have enough, the religious leaders would have enough, they'd crucify them, they would die. The religion would die too. The disciples would disperse, the religion ended. Uh, they were hoping to do the same thing here, and there were a number of people that were hoping that this would not continue. You had the religious leaders who liked their jobs the way it was. They liked the fact that people kind of worshipped them. They liked the, the cushy jobs. They liked the power that they had. They liked being able to call the shots. They liked being able to control who was invited into the kingdom and the temple and who was not. And this was about to spoil all of that. And then you had the other people that were wanting a warrior. They wanted Israel to be free. They wanted Rome to be squashed. Squash is a polite word for annihilated. They wanted every Roman soldier, every Roman leader killed. They thought that the Messiah was going to do this. And so for them, they did not want this religion of peace to continue. So the best way to squash it is to create a conspiracy theory. Jesus didn't raise from the dead. You're not to trust this faith. You're not to trust these disciples. They went in and snuck in in the night. They stole the body. They hid him somewhere. But that's what happened. Spread that around. And they started to use money, influence, all of that stuff to get that word out there. To get the word out to make people disbelieve and distrust what was happening. It's amazing how many times in our history when something beautiful happens, when something helpful happens, when something that is inviting to other people, people try to squash it, and they try to end it, and they try to create things, and they try to use words that make it uh, a weapon. And that's what was happening in the first century, and it started to take form. 
This is, this is the time that we are celebrating basically Easter at this time, but as this religion will uh, carry forward in the first century, there will be people that have doubts because they believe the conspiracy rather than the truth. And that's what's happening. Why would they want to squash this? Why do you want to squash something that is so wonderful and so peaceful? Some people, they have it into their heads that what the only way to get something done is through power and through violence. To them, that's it. We want Rome out of here. The thought of actually making peace with Rome was unacceptable. And then you had the religious leaders. We want our power. We want to be able to force people out. The thought of actually reconciling with the community and actually forming a community that was out of the question. We did not want that. We do not want to give that up. Christ is about giving things up. Christ is about opening doors. Christ is about being there and trying to find ways that we can actually get along in this world. Jesus wasn't out for us to create enemies. Jesus was out for us to create communities. Love your neighbor. Love yourself. Love God. It would have ended just like every other faith attempt ended. But something happened. Something happened to where over 2,000 years later, we sit here and talk about this. The one thing that happened that did not happen for the other false starts was that this was true. And in the long run, truth prevails. But what if it didn't? Imagine if this didn't happen too. Imagine if we followed this person and he didn't raise and the religious leaders, their, their theories, they, imagine if we had social media back in the first century. Man, they would have bought ads. They would have spent a lot of money. They would have put out all kinds of stuff. They would have created documentaries. They would have had 24-7 news stations. They would have had panels all telling you that this is nonsense and that we're actually supposed to hate each other. Hating each other is the only way to get things done in this community. You got a villain out there, make one and go fight him. That's how, we, that's, how we, that's how we're supposed to be, right? And here's this underground movement of one person saying, love, peace. 2,000 years later, here we are. If this didn't exist, gosh, things would be a little bit easier, wouldn't it? <laughs> in some cases. The problem that I have is that I saw something the other day that made me just, you know how you have a good day, you're putting out the stuff, you know, I have this little uh, the nativity thing that says the word joy on it, you know, I put that out on the lawn, you know, and I'm happy, you know, it's, it's the holiday season and all this kind of stuff, and I walk around like this, and Allison says, why do you walk around like this, and, you know, and I have no answer. And then I saw this, uh, this uh, result here. 23% of Americans agree that because things have gotten so far off track, true American patriots may have to resort to violence in order to save our country. This is up 15% from just 2021. The thing that concerned me about this 
is that if you look deeper within the study, you'll find that many of the people, majority of them, that say that violence is the answer, identify as Christians. Who are we believing now? If this is true, who are we believing? If this is true, if we really do believe this, if we really do believe that we have to fight each other in order to get something done, if we really do value politics and country over anything else, then have the religious leaders 2,000 years ago that started that conspiracy, have they won? Or has Christ won? Because if we follow Christ, this, this is counterproductive. Christ who said, love your enemy. Christ who said, get along with each other. This doesn't play into that. Christ who said, live by the sword, die by the sword. Sometimes as Christians, we love to say, I like Jesus. But then our actions and what we're posting is exactly the opposite of anything Jesus would have ever wanted us to do. We spew Jesus while we hate somebody else. We, we talk more about uh, politics, people, news shows, all of this stuff than we ever do about the love of Christ. We're helping spur that conspiracy that maybe Christ didn't exist. That maybe his whole resurrection didn't happen. What if it didn't? Maybe life would be, would be a little bit easier. What if it, if it wasn't true? If it wasn't true, we wouldn't have to care for the poor. Christ said in the Beatitudes, blessed are the poor. We wouldn't have to care about them anymore. This, this, uh, uh, this turkey drive, the, the Thanksgiving meals that we're going to be assembling right after church today, we could just eat that. We could just have that for ourselves. They, we don't care anymore. We don't have to. If Christ did not raise from the dead, which is what this whole thing is based on, then everything he said, we do not have to follow. He said, blessed are the poor, but if our actions are that we don't care for the poor, we're saying that the resurrection maybe didn't exist. We don't have to have empathy. I don't have to care for you. I don't have to care for you. I can step all over you. I don't have to care about your feelings. Christ said, you know, blessed are those who mourn. Meaning, think about the way other people are thinking and feeling. Respect one another. Give each other dignity. We don't have to do that anymore. If Christ did not raise from the dead, we don't have to do that anymore. I can step on your face to get whatever I want. I don't care. I can be mean to you. I can villainize you. I can go on social media and say all kinds of bad things about you. We don't have to strive for peace either. Blessed are the peacemakers. We could be at war. We could relish war. We could know that war is the answer. That survey should have a lot more people on it if Christ was nothing. 
We don't have to practice morality. Blessed are the righteous. We can lie. We can cheat. We can steal. We can do whatever we want to. We can take advantage of people. We can be dishonest, immoral. We can do all those kind of things. It's bedlam. We don't have to forgive. You know those resentments you had? You can just hang on to those. You can build up that anger. You can hate. You can make someone that uh, cuts you off into traffic your villain for the rest of your life. The person that says something or is going to say something at the Thanksgiving meal, you know they will. You get to hate them. Always. Instead of trying to find common ground, you get to despise them the rest of your life because Christ said forgive. But if Christ was not resurrected, if the, if the conspiracy that they were trying to spread 2,000 years ago had truth to it, we wouldn't have to do that. We also wouldn't have to give. We wouldn't have to give of our time. We wouldn't have to sacrifice anything. Our money, we wouldn't have to give of our hearts. Christ doesn't exist. None of that does either. We don't have to care about it. We also don't have to worry about judging. You know, Jesus was pretty big on judging. One of the things that he most commonly informed us was don't judge. But guess what? If he didn't raise from the dead, we can judge everywhere. I don't like your shirt. I get to make fun of anything, you know? I get to judge you on, on my terms. I get to call you whatever I want. Forget about uh, skin color or, or who you love or, or anything like that. Income, doesn't matter. I get to judge everybody. I hate y'all, you know? We don't have to do this. I know some of you, this church is based on Christ, which means it's based on that resurrection. It's based on that. Everything that we do here within these walls, we've never had a service where we have not mentioned the name Jesus. And we always will, because Christ is to us. That's God. That's who we follow. That's our Savior. You know, that's who we are all about. We built this place, we started this church to spread the news that Christ is love, to celebrate the love of Jesus Christ. That is our mission. As much as I love Fred Rogers, this is not the church of Fred Rogers. This is the church of Jesus Christ. When I say I pray to you, I'm not praying to Mr. Rogers. I'm praying to Jesus Christ. That's who I'm praying to. But if it doesn't... If he wasn't resurrected, we don't have to worry about that. We can just call this good. We can turn this into a, well, it's already almost a coffee shop. I guess we could just call it a coffee shop. We also don't have to love God. We also don't have to love ourselves. And we also don't have to love our neighbor. If the resurrection was false. We don't have to do any of that stuff. But something happened 2,000 years ago. Something happened that was different from all of the other false starts where once that person was crucified, everything ended. The people that witnessed the resurrected Christ lived by this. They stuck to this. They did more. The early churches founded schools. 
They promoted education to people. They taught literacy to people that had no chance. They gave food to people. They helped others. They started medical care. And they promoted peace, inclusion, kindness. They fought for it. They lived and breathed it because they saw it and they believed it. You didn't have to... You didn't have to hear that somebody was a Christian. You could experience it. You could see it by their actions. The times then were not different than they are now. There was still political divide. There was still repression. There was still prejudiceness. There was still wanting, people wanting you to take a side. But the Christians, the early Christians, did not play that game. They didn't buy into the lies or the falsehoods or the conspiracies. They didn't spread hatred. They didn't fight with rumors. They didn't create villains. They fought for this peace. So much so that Rome was starting to get concerned because they didn't know how to treat these guys. We fight them, but they don't fight back. We try to squash them, but they still live on. And they're not doing anything bad. We can't say that they're rebels because all they're doing is helping each other. That's what they fought for because this is what they believed. And many of those first-hand witnesses would die by this. They too would be crucified. They would be tortured. They would be killed. And none of them recanted. That's all they had to do is say it wasn't true. We did, we did steal the body, but they didn't. Because they believed it. They believed in this. We're not here to be the vocal point or the echo of the religious leaders trying to spread lies and conspiracy and turn us against each other. We are here as an echo, as ambassadors to Christ. And it's Christ that said, love. Love each other. As much as I love you, you are to love each other. That is how they will know that you are my disciples. It's not about following a politician. We're going to hear a lot about that in the next year, I know. It's not about picking a party. It's not about picking a side. It's not about villainizing people. It's not about not liking people who are different than you. It's not, liking, it's not about not liking people that you're different from. It's about this. It's about this. When people see us, do they know that we're Christian? When people see us and hear us, do they know that this is who we are? I pray it is. Because this is true. Would you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, in a world of violence, let us be the peacemakers. In a world of slammed doors, let us open ours. In a world of cold hearts, let us share ours. In a world that still is yet to fully understand you, let us learn, let us experience let us celebrate and let us share.
In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen.